Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester, and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hi guys and welcome to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. This week, um, ironically, I did a YouTube video last week um, all upon like five things I've learned in five years since I spiritually awakened and quite a few people were like, you should do a video on like the signs of spiritual awakening and I was like, hmm, I've never actually done that. That's the one thing I probably haven't filmed on my YouTube channel in the five year, well, actually seven years I've had a YouTube channel, five years spiritual nearly. So I was like, do you know what? Let's bring it to the podcast too. Let's talk about this, you know, and not just like the signs of how you spiritually awaken or what a spiritual awakening looks like. Like, absolutely, we're gonna cover that. But I think as well of like the things that people don't tell you at the start of your journey or like the things that you learn along your spiritual journey and you're like, damn, this is so much deeper than I thought it was, right? So if you guys don't know, if you don't watch my YouTube videos or you're not familiar with my backstory, I had my spiritual awakening rather abruptly nearly five years ago, five years ago, like half a decade ago. What even is life? Half a decade ago. And and in those five years, oh Jesus, like it has been a a vibe it's been a vibe a journey and do you know what actually the most transformational five years of my life and I'm only 27 so I haven't got many years to compare by obviously but I think you know the last nine years altogether have been you know a roller coaster of my journey my story how I got into my couponing business heartbreak all of it you know like the whole shebang is the last nine years of my life and the last five years of that has been the spiritual awakening um as I was in my depression. So obviously that leads on to where I was at that point. So when I spiritually awakened back in 2016, it was, you know, I was in a really shit place in my life. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I was in a really shit place in my life. I was really miserable. I was depressed. I had been depressed for about four years prior to that. Um, And I was just lost. Lost is pretty much very accurately how I would put it. Lost, hurt and 
wanted out, wanted out, quite frankly. I didn't know what wanted out looked like. You know, I guess at that point you contemplate suicide and you think about things like that. But like now looking back, I know that wanting out was wanting out the situation that I wanted to be in. I wanted to live. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to be happy. I didn't know how to love myself. I didn't know how to get out of the place I was in and how I'd even bloody got there as well. Um, So, you know, for me, when I had that spiritual awakening, was I aware it was a spiritual awakening? No, it felt like death. It felt like pain. It felt like I was just purging and it was not great. It was not a vibe that I wish to repeat, frankly. Um, And it was really tough, like really tough. And I think, you know, to start this off, like there are two very prominent spiritual awakenings that you will hear of. You will hear of the very gentle ones where people just happen to find spirituality and it's like, oh, gentle and nice. And their parents might introduce it to them. And again, I'm not taking the piss here. Like, honestly, if that has been your spiritual journey, like you are lucky, (laughs) like celebrate that. Some people have a very gentle ease in process where it just happens over a period of time and you know there isn't dramatics there isn't like this really dramatic story it's just always been there or it kind of unfolds so you normally find there's those types of people who have had that um but most people who are probably listening to this podcast are probably gonna have the experiences that I had and also what a lot of people I know have had as well And from listening to this podcast as well, every guest I interview, the first question is, when did you spiritually awaken? And you will have heard such different stories. Like, what are we, like 156 episodes now, I think it is? So 100, well, obviously half that because half of them have been me. But, you know, like that amount of number, I cannot work that out right now. But, you know, like let's say 70 odd. So 70 odd people guess, well, actually more because I record so far in advance. So we'll go for like 80 odd people on this podcast now have shared their spiritual awakening, how they've awakened and their journey. So you can tell by that, if you've listened to a lot of the guest episodes, just how different everybody's story is. Now, quite a lot of the time, and actually ironically, a lot of the guys who have come on the podcast, I've had a very similar journey to them. It's been quite suicidal. It's been with depression. It's been with, um, you know, things like that. So definitely... I always find there's two types of spiritual awakening. Your hit rock bottom spiritual awakening or your I just flowed into it spiritual awakening. Um, And again, it will all depend on your soul contract, what you signed up to here, um, you know, your journey, how it's meant to unfold. But I guess like some classic signs that I was seeing at that time was I wanted change. I wanted change. I had grown fed up of my own bullshit, fed up of everybody else's bullshit. And I was fed up of the toxic people in my life. I was fed up of the relationship I was in. I was fed up of pretty much everything. Um, And obviously at that time, I probably didn't take enough accountability. Um, But obviously I knew how I felt. I knew what was causing my depression. And, you know, a lot of it was circumstantial as well. Um, And, you know, the not so great relationship I was in. Um, And, you know, the not so great past I'd had in relationships as well. It wasn't just that relationship that contributed to the trauma and to the pain that I was carrying. Like this had been years (laughs) and, you know, years of self pain as well of like things that I traumatized myself with. So you know, that it was a build up. And I think 
you know, the one way I knew looking back that I was going through that spiritual awakening was I was questioning things. I wanted to change. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to find freedom from this and I wanted to get out basically. And I think that's the very like first seeds of a spiritual awakening is wanting to change your life, wanting to be in different circumstances. Um, And you know, for me, that looks like breaking up with my ex. That looks like really like getting my shit together and being like, I don't want this anymore. I couldn't do anything else at that point. It's like my soul knew I had to break up with my ex. My soul knew I had to do these things. And there was no, there was no stopping me. It's like, I couldn't even try to bullshit myself anymore. And I think we have those moments where I've definitely had them where just words come out your mouth or just, it's like, no, like your soul is speaking, you know, and it's guiding you. And I do believe those are like divine interventions. I believe it's like our path, our journey where some things like have to happen there and then. And for me, like that definitely felt true in those moments where I was this mess who had no confidence, no self-love. Yeah, I stood up to my ex and broke up with him just there and then, like it didn't even matter. And I was like, who's this? <laughs> Who is this girl? Um, and you know, from that then I found um, the law of attraction and I found self-love and I read The Secret and I watched The Secret and I read the book, The Magic. And that is what got me on my spiritual path. And then obviously I was, you know, looking at things like spirituality and thinking like, am I spiritual? But I'd always been very drawn to Buddhism. One thing I will chuck into the ring is that um, from the age of like 16 to about probably 18 or 20, I was really into Buddhism. So although I wouldn't have classed myself as spiritual, um, a lot of these things have interested me for a while. And I spiritually awakened when I was 22. So obviously there was a period where I definitely would have classed myself as atheist and had no connection to source or no connection to self or the universe. So it's like those kind of seeds were there in my young adult years, but then totally disregarded when I had to go through, you know, the tough journeys that... I've had to go through over the years, um, you know, first with the debt, then with the emotional side of things, It, you know, it's been a journey. And again, everybody's spiritual awakening will look different, whether it's a negative experience or whether you just get sick of your own bullshit. But basically you get sick of your own bullshit. And, you know, that's not to, you know, if anyone's like, what? Um, we all do it. We all do it. We tell ourselves stories. We perceive things in ways like our ego, our inner critic. Like, you know, you know what I mean by that. <laughs> we all do. Our egos are like, don't say it ever. No, I'm perfect. Um, but we know, we know exactly what we're avoiding. We know what we've done, like maybe not in the best way in our lives. Um, and I think you just become sick of that. And you're like, do you know what? I want to be a good human. Do you know what? I want to be happy. Do you know what? I don't wanna do that anymore. That's not working out for me. That doesn't feel so good. So definitely you get sick of your own bullshit. You will question things as well. I think definitely once I'd kind of found the law of attraction and started reading all these books and watching films and movies and stuff and talks, I started to question stuff of like, who am I? What do I want? Why am I here? And I think that's definitely the next steps of a spiritual awakening where you start questioning everything and anything. And really, you know, your whole life gets a a kind of review as such because it's like, what's not serving me anymore? What's fallen away? What's not serving me? And what the heck am I gonna do? Like, what's my next move? Who am I as a person to be able to then be able to shape my way moving forwards. And those new beginnings and spiritual awakenings can be quite a a clouded time because 
you like want the answers. You're like, I wanna know who I am as a person. I wanna know what I'm here to do. I wanna know what my purpose is. I wanna know all the answers. And unfortunately, as we know, it just doesn't happen like that. You know, with anything in life, you know, you might get a, a little clue or a hint from the universe, but you have to go along the path to be able to see the full staircase. You don't see the full staircase at the beginning. So, you know, the journeys that I was going on five years ago, like self-love and all of that, like, Jesus, I'm still doing that. We all still do it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's maintenance. You don't, and I think definitely one of the things people don't tell you with a spiritual awakening is like, I think, and I definitely perceived this, so I don't know whether anybody else is the same, that it's like, oh, you just have your spiritual awakening and everything's great. <laughs> You're just gonna manifest all this abundance, life is great, no problems, no drama, life is cool. And again, sorry to burst any bubbles. Um, a spiritual journey is a journey and, um, you know, the, the clue is in the name, the clue is in the title, journey, <laughs> lifelong journey. <laughs> So, you know, we're gonna be learning until our last breath here, guys. Again, sorry to burst any bubbles here. You're gonna be learning for the rest of your life. And that's cool, that's cool, because there's so much that can come from that. And I look at like each year, the lessons that I've um, experienced, the lessons that I have learned, the, the knowledge that I have gained and the happiness that I feel within myself with each year that passes, like I wouldn't trade that for the world. Like, oh my God, when I look how I was living my life previously, prior to my spiritual awakening, like that was not a life. Like, oh my gosh, like sending love to that version of Emma, I wouldn't go back. <laughs> you can even pay me 10 million pounds. I would never, ever go back to that. No amount of money would ever, ever make me go back to any previous version of myself. Um, and that's not because there weren't happy moments in my life that, you know, we all have those moments where like, you know what, I'd love to relive that, of course. But overall, I wanna be the person that I am now. I don't, you know, we're never going backwards. We're always moving forward. So I think like definitely if you're at that beginning stage of your journey, realize that it's a journey. And that, you know, you're not gonna have all the answers straight away and that's okay because there's so much fun in discovering all of that. Like, you know, it's like Christmas. You don't just wanna open all your presents in one go, save it throughout the day. Then there's like, you know, do you know what I mean? Then you can like open more and be surprised and like the, the vibe of Christmas lasts all day. And we know, we know what it's like when we're kids, we rip everything open. We're like, done, yes, achieved Christmas, got all my presents. Uh, but actually, if you just spread it out a little bit, then you have a whole day of present opening. So this is what, <laughs> I love how I'm using that analogy for um, a spiritual awakening, but it's it can be fun to discover those parts of yourself. And I think definitely if it feels intimidating or it feels a bit much, like, being alive right now is a bit much for every single human being, especially if you're spiritually awakening. And obviously, you know, 2020 was the year of the great awakening. So more people, more than ever are spiritually awakening. So I hope this episode is gonna help those newcomers who are like, hey, <laughs> I think I'm going through a spiritual awakening. You know, hopefully these tips and, you know, signs are gonna help to just let you know that you're not alone and that we all go through these things and actually, it's a beautifully unique journey, but the most rewarding journey you will ever go down. And it's not just a awaken and job done job. It's a, these things are gonna, you know, they're gonna unfold in a non-linear way. And also they're gonna unfold when they're meant to. Like, yes, for me, it started off with self-love, but then years later when I found inner child work and, was doing all sorts of different inner work, you know, then 
the real the real deep work came up um you know obviously certain journeys i've been on the last few years have brought up a heck of a lot of inner work um and i you know i expect that because of the job i do <laughs> i expect it because i'm like well and when i say i expect it that's not a limiting belief i mean obviously once i'm done i'm done like there's not going to be more um uh, because i've learned my lesson but like do you know what i mean i think when you're on this path and you're particularly like your purpose is to write books and like share this information you are going to be tested like you just are um and you know it will get gentler as you shed those layers as you heal as you release and i think definitely the the main principle i would say along a spiritual journey is healing as well i think that's another thing that's not spoken about i think um what i see a lot of the time anyway i don't know about anybody else is that the law of attraction is normally the first thing people come across and it's because it appeals to the ego perfectly of like hey free stuff thanks babes i'll sign up to this like i just have to be grateful and spiritually awaken and just get all this free stuff like fuck yes sign me up guys <laughs> and i think everybody jumps on that law of attraction bandwagon without really realizing the universe is like <laughs> I don't want to say the child catcher. That's really that's not a great example. <laughs> the universe is ever loving and kind, but um, you know, the universe is kind of like tempting you in with the candy, and then it's like, right, heal yourself, heal your limiting beliefs and fears. Don't be a dick anymore, <laughs> and help humanity. Step into your purpose. This is what your soul signed up for, and um, love you, babes. Here's some abundance. I mean, the universe is much kinder than that. <laughs> I don't that sounded a bit um a bit brash but essentially that is what happens like people enter at a level where it's like all sunshine and roses but actually the real work then starts to come up and don't get me wrong I'm not trying to paint a bad picture here the universe is ever loving it is like oh my gosh such a rewarding journey to be on like when you've spiritually awakened and you know rewarding in many factors emotionally physically you know obviously materialistically as well like you know to have that knowledge and awareness and tools that you know whatever you want on your heart wants you can help hold in your hands and achieve like amazing right and you know i've shared you know a heck of a lot of my manifestation stories with you guys over the years and i've got a new one coming up soon which i'm so excited to share um it's quite a big one and you know what an amazing ability to have, what an amazing, you know, when I say ability, we're, we're all able to do it, but, you know, an amazing skill, an amazing um, connection to have with the universe. So I think the law of attraction is normally the most easy way for people to get in because then they're like, yes, I'm gonna manifest all this stuff. And then the universe is like, okay, babes, now check yourself before you wreck yourself. Look in that mirror do you want this? <laughs> Are you, do you feel like you're ready to have this? Let's do that inner work. And I think that's what really hits people is when the inner work starts to come up because then they're like, what is this? I thought I could just get all this free stuff and I thought I could just be grateful and, you know, manifest and that was it. Um, and some people, you know, they don't, you know, everybody's different, I suppose, you know, it gets deeper and deeper and deeper. And then you might look at chakras, angels, crystals, past lives um just listing off random stuff now like do you know what i mean you can you can have uh some people just stick with the law of attraction but most of the time you end up full-blown spiritual queen aligning your chakras with your crystals sage in your house and um chanting <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that like you know I, I don't know anybody who's complaining about that but i think if i could have told myself anything from five years ago if i could like sit down with that 2016 version of myself i'd be like um 
Yeah, the next five years are interesting. Great. In some aspects, like you're gonna smash it, you're gonna be killing it, like your work's gonna be amazing, like you're gonna be financially abundant, you're gonna write some kick-ass books that are gonna help people, you've got amazing people coming into your life. Um, but just yeah, right, just go with the flow a bit. <laughs> Obviously, I wouldn't tell it the hard stuff. <laughs> and I would say, like, trust your intuition over anything anything in this world trust your intuition um and cultivate your intuition because it'd be the the best thing that and you know this isn't just going for myself like the intuition is the best thing that anybody can cultivate as such um and i think it's a process right like you know you don't just spiritually awaken you're like boom sorted um you know a lot of us have years maybe decades of of stuff to unpack right um so i think you know it, it comes up in layers it comes up when it's ready to and I think it's just witnessing that and allowing it, right? And being like, if I want to be that best version of myself, that truest version of myself, who's happy, who who has that self-love, who feels worthy, who's, you know, happy, happy as Larry, you've got to clear anything in the way, you know, anything that stands in the way of that. So it's allowing that journey to unfold and allowing, you know, that journey to be what it needs to be, right? doesn't need to be deeper, doesn't need to go down, you know, things like crystals and chakras and angels and stuff. Um, You know, you're always gonna be guided to exactly what you need, like tools, books, podcasts, you're always guided exactly where you need to be. And that's the beauty of the universe is that you have that connection, that you have that almost like BFF hotline where it's like, I'm just gonna send you this book in an advert that's gonna just scream at you 10 times until you buy it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> That's a bad example, but, um, you know, like numbers or angel feathers, like our, our spirit team, the universe is always there and always communicating with us. So you always have that support, which is, you know, an amazing thing to have when you're tapped into it, when you're listening, when you're receiving an amazing tool and resource to have is that one-to-one connection with the universe. So there are many, 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 many benefits to having a spiritual awakening. But some of the the weirder stuff, I guess, that um, people don't talk about with spiritual awakenings, and I see quite a lot, but I just never say anything. Cause you know, we just don't want to say to someone, babes, you're having a spiritual awakening. <laughs> 
because you're just like, I don't even want to, don't even want to approach that. Um, you know, like things like health, health is a big thing that comes up for people. Um, so obviously mine was depression. Some people might have like weird things that aren't explainable. So for me, I, um, kept feeling sick every single day. Every single day I felt sick to the point I literally thought I was going to throw up. Um, and I wouldn't eat because of it because every time I ate it made me feel worse. I'd have this terrible bloating. Um, and also like bloating is a real big um, symptom of ascension and of spiritual awakening and like, you know, upgrading again. So again, it's not just something that happens at the beginning. Like I've had it before where I've gone through like a real big purge and like a real big upling and like I'm just bloated for no reason. Again, the body does what it wants to do, hey? So, you, you know, the body can communicate to us a lot when we're spiritually awakening. Like I remember waking up at night, like sweating, having the most vividest dreams ever. Oh my God, the dreams. I mean, I still have vivid dreams every single night. Like some nights I'm like, have I even slept? What planet have I been on? Um, so you will start to find that your dreams get really intense, really vivid, really communicative as well. Like I always say, if you can remember your dream in the morning, it's a message, not just a dream. And, um, you know, so dreams will be a big thing. Um, I used to wake up sweating at night, shaking. That was always fun. <laughs> um, and just weird stuff, like weird, inexplainable stuff. And anyway, so when I went along my health journey, I had like cameras down my throat, all the tests done in the land, absolutely nothing wrong with me. I was perfectly healthy. And I was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> I don't feel perfectly healthy. Um, and obviously depression can in itself um, throw up a lot of symptoms that are inexplainable. Um, so I think definitely it probably contributed to that as well. But I've, you know, from four years of coaching, you know, a whole array of hundreds of different people, I've heard everything of like weird body things, inexplainable health things that miraculously get better as they start doing their inner work. Um, you know, they have all the tests under the sun with their doctors and there's nothing wrong. And, you know, there's not always an explanation for everything. Um, obviously it's important to go have those tests done, of course, but sometimes when there is no solution or there is no diagnosis, um, I always say there's probably something, something spiritual going on there. Could be a chakra, could be a suppressed emotion, which I'm learning a lot about at the moment with the emotion code, um, and learning all about how emotions actually trap in our bodies. So again, like things like your health can be very much brought up to the forefront, um, not just when you're spiritually awakening, but when you are upgrading and up leveling as well. And I think as well, like, remember, you're gonna meet a new version of yourself each and every year. Um, you're gonna continue to up level and keep shifting and aligning into, you know, more and more a truer version of yourself. And that in itself is a beautiful journey of rediscovering yourself, of meeting yourself at each version of, you know, being whoever you wanna be, being your truest self, right? Um, and I think, there are so many different things that happen along a spiritual journey. And that's the thing, like, if you're aware of it, you go and look stuff up. You listen to podcasts like this, you read books and you are like, ah, that makes sense. This is what I'm going through. Whereas other people who are like probably not aware of this stuff will be like, what the heck is happening to me? And then maybe years later, they realize it was a spiritual awakening. Again, quite a few guests on this podcast have said that where they weren't aware they were spiritual awakening. And then years later, they kind of connected the dots and were like, yeah, I think that was a spiritual awakening. And last but finally not least, is you're gonna have more spiritual awakenings. I mean, I literally feel people are gonna be cursing at me on this podcast of like, Emma, you're, 
you sell the spiritual journey in a really positive light. It is 100% positive the whole time. It just doesn't always feel like that. And of course, you know, Dark Knights of the Soul, um, which is another term for spiritual awakenings. Um, Dark Knights of the Soul are very much what I describe in terms of the hitting rock bottom, feeling like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Your whole being and self is like purged, a bit like a snake. You kind of shed your skin as such. Um, you know, that is very much what Dark Knight of the Soul is, where you're like really going through it. Um, it can feel quite depressing at times. I mean, have a look at all this stuff. Like there's so many things online of people talking about their different experiences, but it really is a death. It is a death of self um, to rebirth into that newest version of yourself. Um, And to just give you some examples, like over the last five years, obviously I had my first spiritual awakening, which I'm pretty certain was a dark night of the soul. I definitely had a dark night of the soul in 2018 as I embarked on my twin journey. (laughs) Anybody who's a twin is going to know that one. Uh, and then I have had multiple awakenings since. Like, I'm certain I've had a spiritual awakening of some sort every single year. 2018 was definitely a dark night of the soul again. Um, 2019, I think, was better, but also maybe... I just think it was just purging a lot. Purging and releasing a lot. Um, and then 2020, I definitely had another dark night of the soul in its own form. Not so heavy this time. I think it was more releasing rather than like lessons or, you know, like actual stuff happening. It just was a big, big release. Um, and then my health came up to the forefront at the end of 2020. So again, another form of, you know, I think part of the same dark night of the soul, definitely. And so just chuck into that mix. Um, when you're 27, um, from your 27th year, moving up to your 30th year, you go through your Saturn return and vice versa 30 years later, 57 to 60. Some people are lucky to have a third Saturn return in their lifetime. Um, so chuck a Saturn return into the mix as well. Um, it's basically a spiritual awakening dark dark night of the soul in its very own way because again you're like shedding your your childhood your young years you're moving into adulthood into your mature years where you become like your adult self so also you find a lot of people spiritually awaken within their saturn return because of their letting go their questioning their awakening their you know it is very much that so I found like my Saturn return obviously I'm like seven months in (laughs) you know I've got a few years ago um you know it ever since I turned 27, it was like something switched in me and again, massive change in my life, let go of a heck of a lot of stuff. My health came up to be released and healed. Um, So much stuff. Like if I actually even tried to describe the last seven months, like so much has happened in really positive ways actually. Although it's been like challenging at times, it's actually been some of the most, I think happiest seven months in a long time for me. Um, And I say that when I'm like, oh my gosh, you're crazy. Like the amount of healing you've done. But again, like we're works in progress. And, you know, I have done a lot of healing over those five years in different layers, in different strengths. Like sometimes it's just a bit of mirror work. Sometimes it's just a bit of EFT that's needed. Other times I've worked with people and we've done past life stuff. We've done Um, you know, cognitive stuff, rewiring really deep limiting beliefs and fears that I was still carrying. So everything is cyclical. Everything is, you know, in different patterns. It's not always going to be intense. It's not always going to be, 
you know again like our winters and summers look at that as an example um you know it's not always cold it's not always warm we just go through these cycles and us as humans are the same we just go through these phases just like the moon and sometimes you're going to feel amazing you're going to be like this spiritual journey is the best thing ever i'm manifesting left right and center all is well i'm happy and life is good and when you're in those moments cherish them get grateful cherish them and embrace them And then you may go through a few months where you're more inwards, where maybe some inner work comes up. Maybe you do have a dark night of the soul. And like quite a lot of my friends that we talk about this, a couple of them have had many dark nights of the souls where for a month or two, they're just purging. They're just healing and purging some stuff and releasing. Um, And then they come out of it, they've upgraded, they've up leveled and you know, they're happy as Larry again. So there is no rules to this. There is no rule book, guidebook um, that is gonna say this is what's going to happen to you on your journey but hopefully from sharing my experiences and obviously you guys listen to everybody else's experience here on this podcast as well from guests that you can see there is no one shoe fits all there is no this is going to happen like you could only have one spiritual awakening but you know from every guest who's come on here they've always said yeah I've had multiple um and I've definitely had multiple I think in some degree every year I have some time where I'm purging where I'm releasing where I'm up leveling where I'm again shifting into an even more happier truer version of myself and I wouldn't change it for the world like you know again it's just part of that journey part of our lessons here on earth and the law of attraction is fantastic but there's also six other laws of the universe and I think people forget that um you know a lot of the time I see comments on YouTube of like well you know if the law of attraction like we can just manifest all this going and it's like hmm soul contract, universe's divine plan, like it's just a little bit more complex than that. If something is not meant for you, there's nothing in this world that is gonna change that. If something is for you, there is nothing in this world that can stop that. Like the universe is gonna like open those floodgates and be like, bam girl, here's your abundance. Like it's just how things work. I can't explain that. It's, you know, it's just more complex, right? So I definitely would look into the seven laws of the universe. Um, Christy actually came on and spoke about that. We have done an episode on the seven laws of the universe. She is awesome with that stuff. So have a listen to that episode. Um, And I think as well, just remember that you're not always going to know everything. I'm not always going to know everything. No one's going to ever know everything in the universe. Like... (laughs) What a a skill that would be. Um, But we're learning, right? We're here to learn. You're in the classroom of life and enjoy the journey, enjoy the highs, enjoy the lows as well. Like the lows teach us so much to be able to truly appreciate and embrace those highs, right? Like we wouldn't know what a happy, sunny, gratitude filled day is if we hadn't experienced the polar opposite of that and, you know, had gloomy, rainy, stormy days where we just are like, not coping so again it's all polarity it's all relative and I think the one thing I would say is like just go with the flow there's nothing else you can do like you can try and control all you want but the universe will teach you and it did with me it kicked me on my ass a few times you can't control stuff like you can set intentions you can absolutely hold positive visions put intentions out there and like you know I'm proof and a heck of a lot of other people in this like, you know, spiritual sphere are proof that you can create the life that you want, but you have to be flexible in your approach. And with that comes the inner work as well. And with that comes this beautiful journey of self, discovering self, coming home to yourself, um, 
and you know having a greater awareness of there's more to life than we thought there was and i think that's the beauty of a spiritual awakening is realizing that huh we were doing this all alone before and we didn't have to like the universe is there there is so much beauty in this universe that we get to experience in this life and that is good that is positive and i always think as well like think you know if you've been on this journey a long time like me or even longer maybe decades longer than me you know we have these tools we have these resources we have this incredible incredible opportunity to you know be happy to cultivate that happiness in our life and you know you think about when you didn't know this stuff you know there are people out there who may never experience this in our lifetime so you know it's important to be grateful for that and be grateful for this awareness and this knowledge that you are on this journey and it's going to be one of the best journeys ever right um and you're going to manifest some awesome stuff you're going to learn some awesome stuff you're going to heal some awesome stuff and life is going to be good all is well todo es bien as george always tells me is um all is well in spanish i think it is or italian i think it's spanish todo es bien i'm sure it's spanish so always remember that all is well everything is as it should be and all is well. And yeah, I'm going to end with that point as well. I'm going to ask myself, what is your one piece of advice you'd like to leave my listeners with? Well, Emma, the one piece of life advice I would like to leave your listeners with, my listeners with, is (laughs) everything is as it should be. And again, tough pill to swallow sometimes. Um, Again, definitely for the ex-control freaks like me, um, that can be a hard one because it's like oh but I don't want to be here right now I want to be there and from being in those spaces um a lot of the time previously and obviously in the last five years and also being in the highest of the high places is remembering that you know this too shall pass and wherever you are in six months time and actually my mum used to say this to me at the beginning of my spiritual journey funny I just remember this she said in six months time Emma you're not going to feel the same that you feel today and in 12 months time you're not even going to be worried about this and for the first time in my life my mum was right I mean my mum's right about a lot of stuff but (laughs) but for me that that stood out that I remembered and I was like huh she was right so you know wherever you are right now if you're at that beginning of your spiritual journey and you're like fuck this um and even if you're just feeling the feels with lockdown and like being in this like groundhog day oh my gosh (laughs) honestly like it does feel like groundhog day sometimes right this too shall pass and in six months time bloody praying we're not gonna be in the same place (laughs) I mean, emotionally and physically, we're probably not. But in terms of a collective, like, let's freaking hope we're not. Um, and, you know, in a year's time, I'm holding that vision that we're all going to be at the Spiritual Queen Summit. We're hugging and it's all safe and all is well and everyone's healthy and happy. And we're going to be able to, you know, move forwards with all of the knowledge that we have accumulated throughout 2020 and 2021 through awakening, through coming home to ourselves from those powerful reminders the universe has given us to reevaluate, to slow down and to reset. So there's my vision, but always remember everything is as it should be. And, you know, again, another great quote that my friend Emma said to me along my spiritual journey is, you know, in the end, everything's going to be okay. And if it's not okay, it's not the end. And I hope that brings some peace. I hope that brings some comfort and some peace because there, you know, the spiritual journey can feel like a lot, especially in the beginning when you're like clueless of like, why is this happening? What do I do with all of this? So everything is as it should be. And 
at the perfect timing in the perfect way, you will get there. Wherever it is you wanna be, you will get there. And the universe is conspiring to make that happen here and now. But trust in the universe's timing, trust in yourself and trust where you are right now is exactly what you need. Because I would not be the person I am today if I hadn't have had those lessons over the last nine years of my life, over the last five years of my life, I wouldn't change it for the world. And that seems like a weird thing to say because I'm like, well, (laughs) you didn't, probably have to go through all of that but I'm like well I think my soul signed up to it do you know what I mean like we have soul paths we have certain things that have to happen to us to get us exactly where we need to be so if my journey had been any any different even by a hair (laughs) any different I wouldn't be who I am sat here now and that would be a great shame so yes the law of attraction is fantastic for helping you to shift and you know get to where you want to be and live that best life, absolutely. But you're also on the spiritual journey and the spiritual journey is also an inner journey, a real deep journey of learning who you are, unlearning anything that is weighing you down or is not yours to carry in this lifetime and not making you happy so that you can be your happiest, truest, like lovable self who is living their best life because that version of you manifests everything you want, right? Like when you're that version, you're in alignment, you're feeling happy, you're a magnet to abundance, you're a magnet to everything that you want because you are vibrationally in that place. You're happy, you're vibing, you're like living your best life. So that happens from doing the inner work, that happens from that spiritual journey and those numerous spiritual awakenings you will go on some will be big some will be small there's no rule with this um you know like I definitely um you know in 2019 probably wouldn't call it a spiritual awakening or a dark night of the soul but something happened where again I up leveled and shed and um you know I wrote positively wealthy as well that year so you know a lot happened and as I'm writing book three By the time I finish it I know I'm gonna be a total different person again in a really positive happy way um it's just the way the universe works, right? So get excited, get excited for all these like happy aligned versions of yourself you're gonna meet. Um, Get happy because you're about to discover your desires, your wants, who you are, what you want in this lifetime and you know, what your purpose is as well. Like there's so many exciting things you're gonna learn and unfold and grow into and discover and that's pretty freaking cool, right? <laughs> so I hope this podcast episode has helped you guys, even if you've been spiritually awakened for a while. Hopefully it's just been like, mm-hmm, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that well ever. And hopefully, I don't know, some of the ramblings I've said have helped you as well with where you're at in life. Or maybe you're having another awakening or a dark night of the soul and you're like, why is this happening? Nobody tells you this. <laughs> hopefully I've debunked some things that people maybe don't talk about on this journey. But I would obviously love to open this conversation up to you guys as well. So come and join me over on my Instagram. Tell me your experiences. Tell me like, you know, anything that's come up for you in this podcast. And also, you know, you've got my free law of attraction support group as well, which you can head over into as also. And obviously create conversation. We create a lot of awesome conversations over in there. So come and join us on Facebook for that as well. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. The link to my free law of attraction support group is in the description down below with my website and everything else you need to know. And I hope you have a great week, whatever you're up to guys. And I'll see you all in my next podcast episode which will be next week lots of love guys 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.